African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Well, good morning. Thank you for joining us for another interactive installment of African Dialogue. Thank you for joining us here on Channel Africa, uh, giving you the African perspective. Thank you for joining me, Benjamin Mushatama, on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31-meter band to Southern Africa. And also remember, we're on uh, DSTV on Channel 802 on the Audio Bouquet channel. And uh, don't forget that you can also stream us live on www.channelafrica.co.za. Well, today we're looking at uh, the latest story of what's happening in Sierra Leone, where presidential election counting is still uh, taking place. Uh, uh, when we last uh, saw what was happening, uh, the main opposition leader, Julius Madabio, a candidate of the Sierra Leone People's Party, took a slight lead with 433 percent of the vote against uh, ruling all people's congress uh, candidate and also the ex-foreign minister Samura Kamara who was at 42.6 percent. Sierra Leone's went to the polls this weekend. Counting of the ballots is still underway. That's the latest I've heard and I've mentioned that uh, uh, the two front runners are still neck and neck. The elections come after the outgoing president by Koroma served his maximum two terms in office. Uh, spectators say the election has served so far it was a very peaceful one and the winner of this election will be tasked with kick-starting the economy and know that that is a big issue as well as rehabilitating the country uh, since the 1990 civil war has been fueled by uh, the diamond uh, underground scene that has been taking place in the country ever since. Other key areas the incumbent we have to focus on are the drop in prices of iron ore, which is the country's main export, as well of how to intensify also uh, the fights and the stereotypes around the Ebola issue in the country. Well, joining us in our uh, conversation today, we have Fatou uh, Jacques who's joining us uh, from uh, Article 19. He is the West Africa director. We also have our Professor Shadrach Guta joining us in South Africa, uh, joining us from the University of South Africa as our political analysts. And also we'll see if we can get some journalists into uh, the conversation. Uh, hopefully we'll get Kelvis Lewis, who's the president of the Sierra Leone Association of Journalists. But let's bring in our uh, guests into the conversation. Professor Guta, let me start with you to set the scene for these elections. How important is this uh, Sierra Leone uh, uh, election, especially with the deficit that we've seen with the high poverty rates despite the 7 million population in the country? How important is this uh, election? The elections are very important. Uh, indeed, because as you correctly indicate, the country was in a state of civil war from 1991 to 2002, over 10 years of the war, which was partly being um, supported 
uh, or on the main being supported by the then warlord and president of uh, Liberia, Charles Taylor, who already has been indicted and uh, indeed uh, is under prison uh, under international law. So we have a situation here where uh, elections are important, but significantly it is the fact that the president, after serving two terms, is really bowing out. Uh, and it is natural that usually those who bow out after finishing their term, they do try as much as they can to get people who are close to them to succeed them. That's not unusual uh, in the world. So that is where it is. But to me, significantly, what we are dealing with here is a situation where, uh, as it is, there may be a runoff rather than having an overall winner who must have 55% of the vote cast mm. in order to be able to avoid a runner. So, mm. let, me, let, let me bring that to our other guest, uh, Professor Guto, and hear what he has to say for two. Jacques, let me come to you in terms of this issue where we're seeing um, uh, two front runners here, which is uh, Julius Mada and Samura Kamara and uh, we can describe both of them who have had uh, an, an in in terms of political influence within the country. We know that Julius Mada was a brigadier uh, in the Sierra Leone military that he he was also the head of state of Sierra Leone from uh, 1996 under the National Provisional Ruling Council uh, as he headed the overthrowing of that particular government at the time. And also we're seeing Samura Kamara, who is a very well-known economist and uh, already a member of the All People's Congress and uh, was nominated to be uh, the uh, forerunner after the uh, leadership of Ernest Bayakoroma, but we're seeing kind of uh, uh, Julius Mada actually superseding slightly with a slight lead there. Uh, what are your thoughts in terms of the polarization, seeing uh, the fact that these two are actually going neck and neck? What does it say about uh, uh, Sierra Leone and its voters as a whole? Fatou, you, for sure, okay. you, you can go ahead, Fatou. Yeah, hello. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the, uh, this election is, uh, is, uh, is quite uh, uh, interesting in the sense that, as you mentioned, uh, the two uh, leading, uh, I think, candidates uh, are quite known in the political scene. Obviously, uh, we can see that also their scores are quite close, in meaning that also that there is a lot of tension, there is a lot of tension, and, uh, and a runoff is, uh, is, the runoff is going to be very, very interesting uh, with... Uh, uh, the third, or probably also the third, uh, looking at uh, who's going to be the kingmaker with uh, Dr. Candy. Uh, but what is interesting, mm. I think, is that also that Sierra uh, uh, Leone has inherited a lot of difficult challenges from the war. Uh, the country also has been devastated by Ebola. And, uh, uh, and, and really, really picking up from, from all those uh, challenges, looking ahead, I think it's, it's going to be very interesting how these two 
uh, or the, the, the final, uh, the, the winner, will, will, will take up the challenges. I think there is a likelihood of tension. Uh, the tension because of uh, the fact that uh, the, the scores are very close, meaning that I think in the future they need to build some consensus around national issues. Mm. It is needed in a country like Sierra Leone, a post-war country, which more or less managed to have a peaceful transition despite all the odds, uh, issues around high level of corruption, issues around also big polarizations around, 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 around certain issues. But I think the most important is to move ahead and, and look uh, into how are they going to consolidate the peace, uh, the, the peace, because that's the most important thing, and also looking at also how whoever wins will, will, will really um, show commitment to fighting, because that is the most important thing also in Sierra Leone, because all these uh, issues around tension, the tension also is stress because there is inequality, there is a lot of high level of corruption, but obviously both uh, candidates uh, have been really in office, and I think uh, when you look at uh, Malubio, he's a military, and everybody is expecting him also really to play by the rules, if at all he's the winner, and really to play by the democratic and put aside uh, the, the military background. But obviously, the, the, everything is open. Uh, obviously, the counting is ongoing in certain constituencies. Uh, there are some irregularities. Uh, so let's, let's wait and see in the next coming days and hours what will, what will happen. But definitely there were, my, there were some tensions, which are quite also problematic. But I think uh, the most important thing is how really Sierra Leone will move from this stage to ensuring that it consolidates peace. Because I think after this election, the main challenge is to unite the country again and move ahead, fighting corruption and ensuring that uh, peace is strengthened. Well, that's the voice there for Tujak Nisengo, who's joining us, who's the West Africa Director of Article 19. We also have Professor Shadrach Guto joining us from South Africa, giving us his uh, analysis from a political perspective. We'll come back to you because I am very interested in some of the views that Fatu highlighted in terms of looking back into the challenges of Sierra Leone. We know that Enes Baikoroma has been criticized very much in terms of mainly uh, due to the issues of criticism around police brutality and the fact that he wasn't able to transform uh, the economy of the country despite the two terms. And also uh, the issue of the poverty in the country has become a big, big issue and it's a big challenge for anyone who's going to become president. So we'll look at that context and see what needs to be actually reformed in the country with our guests. Stay with us, uh, Professor Guto and uh, Fatou stay with us on the line. We'll be back after this break. Good news for listeners in America. You can now listen to Channel Africa by phoning 605-47-1711. So, if you're a Channel Africa listener in America, simply dial 605-47-1711. Channel Africa, giving you the African perspective.
Well, thank you for joining me, Benjamin Mushatama, right here on Channel Africa, which is South Africa's external service into the African continent. We don't only broadcast in uh, um, English, we also have various other language services, Chinyanja, French, uh, so on and so on, that are during uh, the day. So thank you for joining us here, where we give you the African perspective. If you're listening to us on shortwave, we're on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31-meter band to Southern Africa. And if you're listening to us on DSTV, we're on channel 802 on the audio bouquet. Uh, we're looking at uh, where we are with Sierra Leone's uh, elections. We know that uh, uh, the two candidates that we've been highlighting currently, Samora Kamara, are neck and neck with the front runner, uh, Julius Mada, but it's only a, a point something percent uh, a difference uh, between the two currently. Uh, so we might see uh, a second round of uh, these uh, two uh, goals. Going to the ballots once again, uh, the uh, Sierra Leoneans uh, with an expectation of seeing the changes in the country. And Professor Guto highlighted some of the challenges that uh, the uh, outgoing uh, President uh, Enes Bayakoroma couldn't really, really deal with. In terms of your analysis of the challenges of Sierra Leone, could you unpack, uh, unpack that for us? Well, I think that to start with, let us say that the fall in commodity prices globally uh, was a challenge which the outgoing president could not have really solved. Uh, It is a global capitalist system, competition, prices go up and down, yo-yo, you know, it is difficult for commodity-producing and reliant countries. But I think the important part is where he's being accused of having, of having not dealt with corruption in the country. I think that's the main point, because there any leader has ability to be able to deal with that. So... If he's blamed for that, but it's outgoing, we want to see what whoever of the two leading candidates now will win the likely runoff of uh, the elections and see who will become the leader and whether or not there are people who have been campaigning or mobilizing people on the basis of trying to deal with systemic uh, uh, rather corruption, that is uh, a scourge on Africa, on most African countries. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. saying every country, but so. in most of them. So that's a challenge, but what is worrying is uh, there was a report in one of the papers on Friday that the leader of the opposition, Mada, Bio, uh his home was raided by the police, although the former Ghanaian uh, president was able to intervene, and I don't think that that will continue. Mm. Um, yes. Let me bring it to you for to your thoughts on uh, the challenges currently in Sierra Leone uh, before we bring in Paul uh, Adeyemi, who is a proprietor at Syria uh, Express Media. But give us your context on what you see the challenges would be for the incoming president. 
Um, Professor Guto, let me just give Fatu a chance there. Just hold on for me and then I'll okay. come back to you. Okay. Okay. Carry on, Fatu. Yeah, can you come again? I didn't get the, the last... I was just looking at the context that you were briefly speaking about in terms of the issue of corruption, which uh, Professor Shedrick Guto has actually seconded, which is a big challenge in the country. But what other foreseeable challenges do you think uh, need to be actually reformed within the country? Uh, yeah, if you, if you look at the issues around injustices, of course, Sierra Leone has one of the... Uh, the most progressive access to information law on the continent. It was uh, adopted uh, in the, in a few years ago, like uh, the past decade. But the implementation of such a law, which could have helped to curb corruption, which had helped also to empower and bring more transparency in the natural in the, in the, in the natural resources sector, uh, and have not been uh, have not been really really utilized. So that law has not been utilized. And also there have been a lot of incidents of uh, violation of uh, freedom uh, during the, the past uh, uh, years uh, of uh, uh, Koma's uh, presidency. So I think these are the issues that, among others that, are, that, that need to be, to be put on the table. But I think overall the issues around social services is quite critical mm-hmm. in all these post-war countries such as Liberia and Sierra Leone. And with the, these countries are endowed with the natural resources that are mm-hmm. quite impressive and we're not seeing uh, major development and I think these are the major challenges that uh, the, the NUCA president uh, will, will have to, to tackle. And if you look back at what happened during the Ebola crisis, hmm. it revealed to the whole world that there was no investment in social services, especially sure. in the health sector. And beyond that, beyond the fact that the international community came to, to the real scope of Sierra they were trying to hold. Uh, there they, they, they been massive corruption trying to, to, to abuse uh, the, 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 uh, the aid system. So I think uh, the corruption uh, has really to be tackled seriously if Sierra Leone is to forge ahead because all the, the, the tension, the political social tension, is also uh, underlined or, 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 or felt by injustices, by lack of uh, social investment, political uh, will. To, to cover the, this, uh, this, uh, this thing and you look at the violations on other civil and political rights such as freedom, freedom of expression, access from journalists, they are all linked to, 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 the, to, the, to the fact that uh, people are trying to expose some of these odds uh, that, are seen, that have been seen in, in, the, in the past, uh, past years. So definitely mm. I think uh, the challenges are huge. Uh, continuing to strengthen the country despite the, 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 the diversity but also the tension around, you know, the, the different groups, ethnic groups with different political affiliation to build up some consensus to move ahead to build a country that is at peace at itself and to ensure that they don't go back into any mm-hmm. social trouble, but importantly to ensure that the resources of Sierra Leone are benefiting the population and I think they are concerned that you know uh, the 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 the, the, the Kamara and 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 uh, Madabio have mm. all all been involved in the government in one way or the other. Mm. Uh, the latter maybe shortly, uh, like uh, like the military took over, and uh, the uh, the first one been in government in different positions. Mm. So I think what is expecting uh, what is expected for uh, for from from 
from them is really a, a major overhaul because Sierra Leone is really in bad shape mm. despite international commitment, despite international support. All these years, Sierra Leone needs to really, to really to move ahead. And I think there is a big outcry from citizens. And mm. I think we need to move from, you know, building like a, a stable country where at least war is no longer mm. the order of the day, but move from, from the, that, that, that really build. That historical past, sure. Mm. And, and, and ensuring that uh, corruption is, uh, is uh, uh, addressed uh, and then uh, social services are, are, are properly for. Well, let me bring in Paul uh, Adeyemi, who is a proprietor at Syria Express Media, just to give us from a media perspective. From yesterday, uh, about 15 hours ago, we, we, we were looking at Sierra Leone actually uh, setting its eyes on a second round with 75% results in and a neck and neck between uh, the two. Coming to you, Paul, how's the situation now in terms of uh, the elections? Where is the, what is the status currently? And uh, uh, have we heard anything with uh, uh, election nearing commissions in terms of uh, uh, the preparations for a second round? Or are we still expecting more uh, from the results process? Well, um, thank you very much. Um, um, actually, Sierra Leone is calm. The people are calm. Everybody is going about their usual um, businesses. And um, with regard to the election, the people are still patiently patient, waiting for the remaining 25% of the um, election results to be announced. But um, within the political parties, I think tension is mounting up within themselves. Because as at today, this morning, there are about three political parties who had already submitted a summon um, to the High Court against um, NEC. Um, most of the allegations from um, um, voting stuffing and um, over-voting and, um, and there are so many uh, voting irregularity in the, in the process according to um, quite a handful of them. So, so, so do we know who these three political parties are, Paul? Well, um, the PMDC and uh, which is headed by um, Charles Magai and um, the C4C which is Coalition for Change, which is headed by the former Vice President of Sierra Leone, Chief Samuel Samsumana, and also the um, um, Grand Coalition, which is headed by the former UNIDO boss and Kande Kole Yumkela. They all will be in the High Court today, this morning, to see how best, if they will be succeeded in having an injunction, the remaining balance um, 25% of the vote, as they are requesting for a recount in each and every um, polling station um, in the country. Do we know what kind of irregularities that they've actually pinpointed, or is it just a, a lot of cases that they've, they've highlighted, Paul? Well, um, specifically, like, um, the um, overvoting. Like, for example, there are certain areas where during the time of the um, registration and you have, like, let's say about 100 people registered in this area, but when the result comes out, you see they have, like, about 
two to three hundred votes come from that same place, which had been already uh, and voters had already been registered. Mm-hmm. So they have like hundred votes. Then now when they vote, they have about two hundred or two hundred and something votes. Mm-hmm. So um, those are some of the issues that they um, bring up that they will take to um, 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 to court. And even I spoke to the former. Vice President and the former Vice President, um, Chief Samuel Samsumana, he was um, telling me that the place where he went to vote, and then there were 20 of them who went at the time to go vote, including his mother, his sisters, some of his brothers and friends. They mm-hmm. went to vote in a particular um, polling station, but when the votes come out, he got only one vote mm-hmm. from that particular polling station. To some, those are some of the um, uh, irregularities and mm. irregularities they are, they, are, they are talking about. Well, I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to put that forward to you, Fatu and Professor Agudo, um, when we come back after this break in terms of what does this actually mean now? The fact that uh, we're hearing three political parties asking for a recount and actually approaching uh, the country's high court for that in terms of claiming uh, irregularities in this case, which actually makes things very, very interesting now uh, that we actually thought that uh, uh, the um, entire process was actually free and fair but we'll take a quick break and we'll come back to those concerns and those issues that have been brought forward by Paul Adiemi. This is Channel Africa, South Africa's official international public radio station on shortwave, internet and satellite. From an African perspective, Guess what? You can now listen to Channel Africa using Silozi, Chinyanja, Kiswahili, Portuguese, French, and English, giving you an African perspective. Hi, my name is Tandalun Yenzovo, and you are listening to Channel Africa. We are Channel Africa from an African perspective. Channel Africa, bringing you the African perspective. Well, thank you for joining us on our various platforms on DSTV on Channel 802 on the audio bouquet. If you listen from us in South Africa and if you're listening to us in neighboring countries, remember we're also on uh, our website www.channelafrica.co.za where you can stream us live. And if you're listening to us uh, via Sub-Saharan Africa, remember we're on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to Southern Africa. Today our focus is fixedly looking at what is happening in Sierra Leone as the presidential election count is taking place but hearing the latest developments from Paul Adeyemi highlighting the fact that uh, uh, there are three political parties uh, opposition parties smaller ones have actually submitted a sum to the high court actually claiming irregularities and asking for a recount for two let me bring that to you that's for two Jacques Sengo who is joining us from Article 19. Uh, what are your thoughts around those particular claims and what does that do to the polarization of uh, uh, these elections? I'm sure it actually makes the situation more unstable now, despite the fact that Paul Adeyemi highlighted that things are still calm in the country. 
Yeah, I think uh, the more and more we see in West Africa, people are trying uh, to take uh, these challenges uh, very wisely because uh, uh, violence uh, has really, uh, we have seen a lot of violence in countries uh, during election and more and more people are trying also to use legal process to solve their differences, which is commendable, obviously. We have those processes, there have been some claims uh, about uh, irregularities, uh, and I think in many constituencies the count was going on uh, in, the past, in the past few days. So the fact that the courts have been seized, I think, uh, is also something that is welcome, and uh, it should be uh, resolved through legal means, and uh, we are hopeful that uh, the situation will be resolved and Sierra uh, Leone will go back to normalcy. But obviously, I think uh, so far there have been challenges, but more I think Sierra Leoneese have shown to the world again that uh, really they are in a, in a, in a move to consolidate the, the democratic gains and, we should, and all the political parties should respect the will of the citizens and help them uh, in, in this quest, uh, which is very important. So for me, I think this is welcome. Obviously, it you know delays the, 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 the announcement of the final results, which will always create tension and anxiety. But again, I think uh, the fact that the population, the majority of the citizens will come, uh, is also really commendable, because mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. after, all, after all, it's very important these days for citizens who have gone through all these difficulties because of election violence to understand that, you know, those leaders, mm. they come and go as the country remains. And election also should be also conducted in a way that is in the public interest. Mm. Professor Guto, your thoughts? Another opposition group from another African country uh, going to the high court and uh, opposing certain decisions. Is this uh, another mirror image of what happened in uh, uh, Kenya? And also maybe South Africa, maybe not from an election perspective, but the high court seems to be a prevalent place in politics these days uh, in Africa. Well, I think that it is important for us to be able to understand that if you have an independent, credible judiciary, it is part of proper governance, and one should not fear that. So if the opposition parties would like the high court or the other court to be able to, depending on the arrangements in Sierra Leone, they should be allowed to do so. We need the rule of law governed country. We need the rule of law uh, process to go on during elections. If they don't, it may lead to serious crisis. And to say that there should be a recount, if they go to court and the courts agree that there should be a recount, I don't see who should oppose that. Because if everything is fine, then you just say, let's go ahead and recount, and uh, proper results will come out, and Sierra Leone will move ahead. We are dealing with a country that went through, really, apart from Ebola, the civil war, amputees in the country is horrible to watch. I was there in the early 1990s, uh, leaving... Uh, Amnesty International uh, team there to try and talk to the parties that were involved in the civil war to stop and release children 
who are captured and some were made uh, wives and some were really children being made to be soldiers and so on. So I hope Sierra Leone will not go through that route again. So one would say if there is a need for a count, go for the account. It is expensive and we would need somebody who will sponsor that. Mm -hmm. or the country will have to find a way of going through it. The other is, of course, uh, Sierra Leone may go through coalition government mm -hmm. uh, after all the recounts and so on. If after the re-election uh, there is no 55%, I don't see that, why that cannot be considered so that the country can move forward. Mm -hmm. Well, let, let me come to you again, uh, Paul, in terms of uh, looking at another challenge, which uh, has been a big one in Sierra Leone, which is also intolerance of journalists in the country. I know this has been a big issue during uh, uh, Ernest uh, Barcaroma's presidency. It's been something that has been raised over and over again during um his presidency by civil society and has actually crippled the country's reputation from an international perspective. How have things been on the media front during the elections? Well, the media so far has been achieving its job um, as, as any other country. Like um, We've been freely going around and we have access to talk to each and every one of the candidates as well as um, party uh, members. Um, so far, there have not been any intimidation from the media as far as I'm concerned. We are working freely. We have our passes during election time, going from one place to another. Mm. And so, so, so far, we are doing fine. And we have access to each and every place, and we call upon each and every one of the, um, the political parties, Ed, and they are always willing and ready to talk to us. Well, it's good to hear that, uh, uh, Paul, but let me move on in terms of uh, the economy issue. And, uh, you know, the, the issue is the fact that 7 million is the population of uh, uh, Sierra Leone, but there seems to be abject poverty, as we were discussing with a, a colleague of mine before I, I came in. And the big question is about how do you make sure that the state uh, makes sure that uh, the resources in the country, because there's a lot of mineral resources such as diamond, we know that iron ore also has to be consolidated into making sure that it's streamlined into making sure that there's equal um, benefit uh, in the society. Why is, why is the country struggling to make sure that they maximize uh, the riches that they have, especially when it comes to its mineral resources, Paul? Well, you see, the same thing comes down again to the politicians. Sure. And uh, not all of them are like, I think the, the main person, the, the, the finger has to be pointed at is the leader. Because the, the leader is the one making the, the decision, even though you have your cabinet who are your primary advisors, but at the end of the day, you have to make a very tough decision that will help the economy grow. So if you have a leader who is not prepared to make that change, so that's where the problem always comes from. So in this election, it's a very, very serious election that will help the country move forward or see the country move backward. 
and um, so far we hope for for the best to come from Sierra Leone, like you actually just mentioned. We have all these um, wealth of resources, but it's not actually reflecting on the ordinary man. Because hmm. it doesn't really take that much to make uh, somebody in Sierra Leone satisfied, because all what like majority of the people need is food, food and hmm. shelter. But with all the um, resources that we have, um, we are still finding it very difficult to even have a meal a day, not to talk of three meals a day. So mm. it's all uh, have to do with the, um, the leadership. Sure. Let me come to you as we wrap it up for two. In terms of we've seen some form of reformations in countries such as Angola in terms of dealing with uh, a state corruption. In South Africa, we're having the same thing with our uh, current president uh, who is actually trying to deal with the issues of corruption in the state. And uh, as you heard there from uh, Paul Adeyemi, it seems Sierra Leone has the same challenges in terms of reforming issues, especially when it comes to its mineral resources and make sure that it there's gains when it comes to trickling down to to normal citizens in the country. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I think I yeah. Okay, okay go, go ahead for two, and then our Professor Kuta, I'll come to you as we wrap it up for two. Just briefly, so I can go to Professor. Yeah, Kuta. I just yeah yeah. I think what Professor Guto has already said. I uh, would like mm. to reiterate that is. We, we need strong, like, uh, judiciary regulatory bodies. Sure. You have all those instruments. For example, Sierra Leone has an access to information law. We should have advanced transparency and accountability. It also adheres to the EITI, which is uh, an extractive industry and transparency initiative, mm. which also is part of, like, uh, these global trends to ensure that there's more transparency, there's more uh, accountability in terms of the extractive industry sector. But... All these instruments are good, but you need to ensure that they, they are implemented and citizens are aware and uh, they, they are able also to, 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 have to play the watchdog and the media is free and journalists can do uh, their investigative work to ensure that any corruption uh, is also uh, put forward. So I think uh, more or less uh, some of the instruments are there. The judiciary needs to be strengthened as we go along. But obviously, there is a need, uh, I think, for citizens to be more aware of uh, the, the, the challenges that uh, uh, are linked to corruption, mm-hmm. because corruption is really, really uh, a major problem in, in Sierra Leone, among others. Mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. uh, if we are talking about investing in social services, I think citizens also mm-hmm. need to be more empowered. Sure. And uh, I think uh, that's something that really needs to, to continue and to, 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 to be to be to be to be to be to be and uh, enhanced. Well I was gonna give uh, uh, uh sure. Well, I was going to give Professor Gutte a final word, but we've run out of time. But thank you to our guests for giving us your time. Thank you to Paul Adeyemi joining us from Sierra Leone, the Sierra Express Media Proprietor. Thank you as well to, for, to uh, uh, Jacques Senghor for joining us on the line from Article 19, West Africa Director. And also, once again, uh, we really appreciate you, Professor Cedric Gutte, for giving us your analysis here on African Dialogue. Uh, he is joining us uh, as an emeritus professor uh, from uh, the University of South Africa.